Betrayed. Welcome back to The Betrayed. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. Yeah, and like always, thank you again for the continued support, the continued engagement, and the hashtag BananaCats. How are you, Drew? I'm alright, G. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Excited to jump into this podcast. Yeah, I uh, got. Let's start off with one that I've got right now that uh, I think came out about yeah three days ago. Um, this is coming from Tampa Bay Fox 13. There's multiple sources, but I found this one to be the better breakdown. Former Bloomingdale High School teacher sentenced to 15 years for voyeurism involving over 100 students. Valrico, Florida. The former Bloomingdale High School teacher who pleaded guilty to secretly recording students in various states of undress will spend 15 years in jail, followed by a lifetime on the sex offenders registry, according to sentencing by the Hillsborough County judge today. Mark Eckett was charged with 30, 324 counts of video voyeurism and faced up to life in prison. Prosecutors say that Ackett, a former fashion design teacher and girls track coach, planted cameras and cell phones in a room that students used to change clothes. In 2018, a student discovered a cell phone that appeared to be recording video inside a dressing area at the school. Detectives say they were able to identify Ackett as the person setting the phones up to record in the room. A search of his home and numerous electronic devices uncovered a recording of more than 100 students. Further charges against Ackett were later added after detectives found even more secret recordings of girls undressing inside his own home. Ackett, Ackett opted for an open plea in April, pleading guilty to voyeurism charges, waiving his right to a trial, and leaving his fate in the hands of a judge. Several victims shared their impact statements before the judge announced his sentence. Yeah, so this guy, uh, we might have even talked about him real early in on the podcast because he was caught in 2018. And like how we always say is that things take time and this guy pleaded guilty and it still took a lot of time to get to sentencing. What he did is so beyond disgusting. So I really hope that, I don't know. I just, I hope that things like this really makes a, I don't know how many people see news like this, but I hope that the disgusting creeps see news like this and it makes an impact on them. You know, it makes them think twice. I, that's what I hope because other than that, what's, what's the good that comes of it? You know what I mean? If it's not helping. So I hope that people see this and it detours them from doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, good on the police department once again for actually following through and collecting more and probably hoping, helping victims out now because I, I can't even imagine what those girls are feeling like knowing that they were put in such a terrible situation like that. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. This kind of leads into the next thing that we want to talk about. I uh, this This is a uh, pretty crazy. I want to read this news article that's from NBC2. It was published Wednesday, February 10th. This takes place in Southwest Florida, right? Uh, it's not your imagination. The technological revolution in the last two decades has made the world a much more dangerous place for children. And the pandemic didn't help. I agree to that. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children released a report stating 
January through September of 2020, they received a 98.66% increase in online enticement reports and a 63.31% increase in cyber tip line reports. Compared to the same time period in 2019, while NCMEC cannot directly cite the COVID-19 pandemic as the reason for the spike, they reported seeing a huge correlation between people staying home and increased online activity. The pandemic has presented challenges and opportunities in the fight against child sexual exploitation. In the first quarter of 2020, NCMEC became aware of the predators openly discussing the pandemic as an opportunity to entice unsupervised children into producing sexually explicit material. At the same time, we experienced an explosion in reporting to our cyber tip line from both the public and electronic service providers, all while transitioning to a telework environment. Vice President John Sehan of NCMEC's Exploited Children Division broke all that down for us in the article. And while NCMEC does not break down reports by county or state sheriff departments in the Southwest Florida, reported seeing a similar and disturbing increase in sexually exploitive online behavior toward children during the pandemic. COVID absolutely, the quarantine and the lockdown definitely affected the amount of exploitation happening. And we talked about this numerous times during the pandemic on the podcast, how it was going to be a factor. Uh, with children being home and, you know, school was like their only outlet or, you know, getting out of the house in any way, shape or form was their only outlet of just getting away from something if they even could. Yeah. So being stuck at home, no matter what, with nothing able to drag them away from that, just ongoing abuse. I mean, that's torture. So can't imagine just how many kids didn't have an outlet to speak to. Because from experience, my sister, the only person my sister was able to talk to, that she felt comfortable enough after she told my dad, and he didn't believe her, was the school. So with the school not being there and, you know, people that you feel like you can trust and counselors and stuff like that, who is the who? Who can they go to that they feel comfortable comfortable enough to go to? Because what if they are trying to tell a family member, and the family member is either a part of it in some way, in a lot of cases, a mom, aunt, a grandma, they love the predator so much that they don't want any, or it's a money thing, and that's their only source of income, and they don't want anything to come in between that, and they don't want to believe what's going on because they don't want to abrupt what's going on in their with their lifestyle i mean imagine your only money source and then it being taken away from you you know things like that shouldn't be in the way of what's right because you can always find another money source you know what i mean so to the women or even men out there don't protect anybody when disgusting things are going on absolutely well said uh, just to end uh, this article, I I think you guys get the point. It's it's quite long, and if you guys want to read it yourselves, it'll be in the description. But it's just it, it's just insane how the numbers are so high. So I I want you guys to really take that in, and if you 
you know, just keep your eyes open. You see a kid at the grocery store or out anywhere and, you know, there's any sign of them needing help. Like I always say, you should speak up and not stay quiet during situations, even if they're public. A lot of people just walk by or pull out a cell phone and post it somewhere. Like, you know, speak up and be... Well, there's a, even to add something to that's in the article, they end it. <clears throat> it is very long. There's a lot to take in. But they do end it. There's a part where it says, uh, how can you protect your children? And they just say, communicate, 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 which is basically what we say all the time. Monitor and communicate. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. It's it's not the, it says at the end here, it's not the guy that's the creepy crawler. It can be, but it's not usually him these days. It's it's the guy that's out there with a handful of balloons handing them out. It's the guy that's sitting on his front porch with a new puppy. It's your neighbor. It's your teacher. It's the daycare host. It's, it's the guy at the wedding in a gorilla suit. Like it's those people. They it, generally... it's, a, it's a guy in a business suit. As I say, they, gener wife. they generally do not look like the stereotype that we all think they look like. They're usually right under your nose. I, I could name off so many different jobs that these men have that we've caught personally. Uh, firefighters in the army, security, doctor. Um, ICAC. ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children. It goes on. Who, who's there to protect people like that? It goes on and on and on. So gas station clerk, like it goes from all walks of life too. I mean, we're not saying it's not the grungy guy looking disgusting. I mean, it could be, but it's not always, that's not always the case. Yeah, so I think we're going to end it on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. This episode we will. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. Until next time, Banana Cats. Love y'all. Banana Cats. Much love. Peace.